It's all about having fun with talk. Yeah, talk, conversation. You ever heard of it? Let's try it. Arrow.net, A-R-R-O-E.net. We are unplugged and totally uncut with Brad Williams. Brad, I'll tell you what, man. I have seen more promos for this Cirque du Soleil Las Vegas show, Mad Apple. You guys are about ready to rewrite history. Wow. Well, thank you very much. And yeah, we kind of are. I mean, because there's been a lot of great Cirque du Soleil shows. Yeah. Cirque is for mind, mind-blowing entertainment, and they've kind of reinvented the wheel here because uh, now it's not just the acrobatics and the costumes and stuff that you know from Cirque. It's music. It's uh, magicians. It's uh, comedians. It, it, it's so much more. So we were sort of having a famous Las Vegas buffet, but of entertainment. Now, my wife brought it up uh, earlier this morning. She says it's almost like a modern-day vaudeville. Do you agree with that? Absolutely, because it's a, it's a little bit of everything. It's sort of a new generation circ for the ADD crowd. If you don't like something, that's <laughs> fine. Wait five to six minutes. A new act is coming your way that'll be completely different. And it's all taking place in Vegas, and it's and it's the attitude of of the Big Apple. I mean, that is so. It, it's in the right place at the right time. See, that's what we feel, and uh, it's at the New York New York Hotel. And thank you for bringing up the attitude because the. The attitude that we've been pushing since day one of even rehearsals is we want a fully immersive experience. We want the audience to be part of the show. We want this to feel like a party. This is not you sitting back uh, in your chair with your frock and your opera goggles and staring at the stage going, oh, it's fine, entertainment, darling. (laughs) This is not that at all. This is a fully interactive experience. You, from the moment you walk in the door, you can go to a close-up magic room where you can see amazing magicians perform just mind-blowing stuff right in front of your face. Then you walk in the theater where you can go get a drink at our large bar, and you're like, wow, that's a really large bar. There's a reason why it's large. It's because it's the actual stage. The bar transforms yep. like something out of a Michael Bay film into the stage where all the acts take place. And then from then on out... It's just spectacular act after spectacular act. Don't you think that you you are setting the stage right now for a new age of comedy in the way that, I mean, we we all know that that New York comedy is is very on the edge and stuff. I mean, with with the Mark Morans and the David Tells and stuff like that. But you are bringing that attitude to, I mean, comedy, what, 20 years ago? What what club are you going to be in now? You, my God, you're with Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, Cirque got a comedian for the first time and i think they uh chose the right one because for the first you know they had this amazingly original idea of putting a dwarf in the circus that's me uh, so uh, i i do like it because it's kind of a throwback kind of like what you said to vaudeville but also before comedy clubs were established many comedians had to perform in front of exotic dancers and burlesque shows and uh in coffee houses going on in between flam poets um, now it's kind of doing that. You know, we threw out the slam poets because we don't want to put the entire audience to sleep. <laughs> right? now, now I'm going to get messages from slam poets like, oh, my, my heart is really great. Sorry. But either way, um, it's, sort, it's sort of a throwback to that where there's going to, like, you used to have to go to a magic show on the strip. Then go, to, then go see a band, then go see dancers, then go see a comedian. Like, now you can go to Matt Apple here at the New York, New York, and see all of that in one show. Now, Cirque du Soleil has always been family-oriented. I mean, it, can the entire family come in? Uh, you can, but I would, I would significantly judge your parenting skills if you did. <laughs> uh, this is... 
This is a show designed for, let's say, 16 and up. Okay. Uh, and one of those reasons is because of the live comedy. We don't know what we're going to say. And we oftentimes say things that you probably wouldn't want your 12-year-old to repeat. Or if they did, they probably wouldn't. You'd probably have to homeschool them after that. So uh, get a babysitter. Um, give, give them 100 bucks and tell them to go to the arcade and, uh, and get a drink and come with your partner and come, and come enjoy a great night out. Now, because you, you have always been that attraction in comedy and you have crafted this style that is just unheard of, did you get to craft the jokes for this as well? I did. And Good. that's one of the that that drew me to this show. When, when, when they first brought the show to me, uh, the, I asked the producers, I said, hey, this is Cirque du Soleil. This is like Las Vegas. Do you guys write my script? Do you guys have guidelines for my jokes? And uh, um, I won't use the exact words that the producer told me back, but he said, no, just be freaking funny. That's all he said. So I have complete free reign to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Um, the producers here at Mad Apple, they, they're not comedians. I am. And they trust me to bring the funny as well as the other comedians. And uh, so far, so good. We're doing a great job. We've gotten nothing but standing ovations every night. I've, I've heard so many positive things about residencies in Vegas and stuff like that. When you get to perform in the same theater every night, that it really strengthens you up and it gets you to have confidence and courage and taking chances and stuff like that. Because it's not night after night in a different hotel room. Yeah, and one thing that's really cool about this and, and challenging, and I love a challenge, is that when people go to a comedy club, there's a certain person that's going to a comedy club and someone who knows what is going to happen at a comedy club. There's certain expectations. Now we're dealing with people that are coming to see a Cirque show, which they may not be quite expecting uh, what stand-up comedy is. So we have to address that, and we have to craft acts and jokes that will appeal to them, but... Don't think that we're letting our foot off the gas. It's more like we just give them a little foreplay first. Before we- <laughs> so now, now hecklers, you know, that's all part of the act as well. I mean, do, do you, uh, I mean, you're professional enough to where you can let it go by, or do you look at them and go, yo, come on, this is my show, this is our show, we're all here? Oh, yeah, uh, that's definitely more my style. Now, we don't encourage heckling. Um, <laughs> it's funny, sometimes you get a heckler, and then the heckler will come up to you afterwards and say, like, hey, I really helped you there. No, you didn't. Uh, I have an act that uh, Cirque du Soleil has, uh, has paid very handy for. They don't need your help. I don't need your help. But sometimes it does happen. Uh, we, had, we had an incident last week where um, an audience member had a little too much fun before mm-hmm. and out drunk in the audience. I noticed he was passed out. So I hopped off the stage, ran up to him, and hit him in the head with the microphone to wake <laughs> <laughs> So now, what, for, for you to be in this, you, every, time, every time I've ever seen you, you've always had this intimate relationship with those that are in the, in, in the, in, in the intimacy of, of a club. What, what about when you're doing Cirque du Soleil? I mean, you, you're still being intimate, right? I mean, sure, uh, you know, consensually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said the word intimate, and it got a thing in my head. Anyway, but, um, yes, I try, I, I try to do that, but we're in a 1,200-seat theater, yeah. and I'm four feet, four inches tall. So, uh, needless to say, I use the entire stage. I try to make my act as big as it can be, and I want the people in the very back row to have a similar experience to the people in the very front row. Uh, but... 
the the intimacy of those comedy clubs is still there. We uh, some of the comedians are still doing crowd work. Yep. Uh, sometimes we go off the stage and we talk to the audience, and we want we want the audience to feel as much of a part of the show as we are. And I I, I really feel like we're creating that vibe. Oh, Brad, this is still one of the first steps of a brand new beginning, and I'm just so proud of you for being a part of this. Dude, thank you so much. It means a lot, and. Uh, I'm having a great time with it. You know, no, normally, kind of like what you say, uh, comedians that live a very lonely life. We're on the road. We're staying in hotels. We're traveling by ourselves. This is the first time since my high school theater days that I've been on an ensemble production. I have co-stars. I have people to hang out with. And we're all watching the acts backstage. We're supporting each other. Like, I have a front row ticket to an act called The Wheel of Death every night. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> I know that we're promoting the Las Vegas show, but over here in Carolina, will you guys put it on the road? Because Cirque du Soleil has become masters at that. Uh, I believe this show is going to stay in Las Vegas. Good. You're going to have to hop on a plane and... and Rep, please. But uh, you net, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I might be back on the road soon, and maybe I'll be coming to a comedy club near you. But for right now, uh, hop a flight. Come to Las Vegas and see the most spectacular show on the strip. You be brilliant today, okay, Mr. Brad Williams? Thank you so much.